Everybody, whoop, whoop. welcome to her hour. Yes, and I am your favorite host. Yes, my name is Vera. So good to see you all. I hope you're keeping safe in isolation and the privacy of your homes. And yeah, so I might not have thought my wardrobe out properly for this episode because it's actually gotten a bit colder than I thought. So give me two minutes. Let me make a quick wardrobe change and I'll be right back. Click strike up. Pose. Five hours later. Today, of course, I am joined by my favorite of my favorites of my favorites. Yes, your... Is that what you say to everyone? Your Michael. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Our lovely co-host. Yes, Jordan, tell people that you are here. What's good, guys? <laughs> What's up? What's popping? Thank you for coming on. Yes, and today we have an absolutely fantastic guest. Um, I've known this person for ages, and I'm actually really happy that I have such cool friends in my life. Yes, people, I know famous people in Zimbabwe, and all the way from the city of Kings and Whoop Whoop Gilmore. Please introduce yourself to our Power Rangers. Hi everybody, my name is Gilmore T. I am the global citizen. Um, I really try to put myself in a box because my work involves a lot of uh, fashion, film, and media. So I work across fashion, film, and media. And I'm also all about uh, creating sustainability within the creative industry. So um, believing or to grow or to sustain themselves, I'm up for it. But ultimately, my purpose is, uh, in life is I'm a bridge between creatives and different platforms. So I'm a Love. connector. That's my purpose. And that's all I have to say. Oh, I joined a creation company, management company, GQ Top Best Dressed Man for 2020. Um, and I work with the MTV Africa brand uh, amongst many other people. Wow! Shout out! Shout out to you! <laughs> I've so much us getting like. Too. Let's not keep them too much. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, they, can, they can Google you if they want to know more information. They must Google you. They must follow wow. you on Twitter because yeah. you are you're on all the social medias. So then we'll put yes, the I details, have. guys. As you know, we always put. Guests. So you can find out yeah. everything that Gilmore does. Gilmore does fantastic work. The most professional person I've ever worked with. Uh, thank you. And just a beautiful soul. In a day. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so we're just going to get um, get right into the discussion. Like, um, but before the discussion, sorry, over... before the discussion, before the discussion, um, yes. our drinks are sponsored by Kuba oh, yes. Beverages. Um, I'll let Vera um, yeah. continue with that. You can see her screen on a bigger, bigger space. But basically, I yeah, follow them on Insta- Instagram. Yes, Their so- handles should be on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. So um, actually, I wanted to ask Gilmore, what are you sipping on today? <laughs> Someone gave me an idea. But I'm sipping on, to be honest, I'm sitting on, on tea. I, I drink herbal tea all the time. But also my herbal teas to just compensate for those young Zimbabweans that are always sitting by the corners complaining about things not happening in the country and are not doing anything. So I'm sipping them right now uh, because look at you guys doing the most and there's some other young oh, people yes. that are just taking ownership. So I'm sipping on their lazy asses. Oh, 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 I love that. I love that. <laughs> that is I'm so beautiful. That is, I'm living. <laughs> I'm living for that. <laughs> Okay, so um, I guess we're going to just kick off right into it. I wanted to ask Gilmore, what does influence mean to you? Uh, Influence for me means... What does influence mean? 
I think I think there's like so many definitions for it, and I think a lot of people think that if someone is of influence, they need to have a thousand numbers, a million numbers on their social media platforms, especially in this space that we live in, where most of us are on social media. So we think that with a million followers, with two hundred fifty thousand, we're already people of influence. But I think influence is someone who's able to be. Um, it's a person that they think of when they're doing a project, when they're coming up with projects in boardrooms. You are that person that they think of to say, okay, um, we are doing this project in Zimbabwe. Would Gilmore like that project? Uh, would Jordan like that project? Would Vera like that project? So automatically you become a person of influence. It means that uh, you are the one that is actually on the basis of when decisions are being made, when projects are being thought of. That you are the core of it because they know that if they supply something of that sort, you're going to consume that. So an influence is a person who is a decision maker in boardrooms. They are not in boardrooms. They can be in the boardrooms, but they're the ones that actually determine what goes out into the market. That's influence to me. Mm. Right. Yes. Very powerful. like business oriented. <laughs> that was a very business oriented um, answer. Yes. It, sh- it really shows the sphere that your mind exists in. Like you're very, you seem to be a very business oriented person. That's what I got from that. Mm. But I mean, it, I mean, it doesn't also take away from those that have a lot of following. The only challenge is that a, a lot of young people nowadays, they are chasing numbers. So you find that most of the people that are following on social media, they're actually buying those numbers because that they think that having 15,000 um, people on their platforms, it means that they're people of influence or they're influential. But that's not the situation. You can simply right. have a thousand people following on social media. But when you tweet out something, um, half of those people are going to buy or they're going to buy into what right. you're talking about. That's right. of influence. So that's the difference. Now, numbers are not of influence. It's, um, are you the person that they think of when I'm thinking, well, we want to do a festival in Harare. Um, how would Gilmore come in and do something? The moment that that question comes in, say, how does Gilmore come into it? How does Jordan be a part of it? It means that you're a person of influence. You're an authority. So for me, a person of influence means you're an authority. Right. I love that you brought up the social media thing because I feel like definitely yeah. in this day and age, a lot of people are relying on social media. I love that you said the thing about people buying their followers. Um, one thing that I've noticed yes. is that there are a lot of people who have like maybe 10,000 followers, 15,000 to up to 20,000 followers. And then when you see the content yeah. that they're posting, they might have such low engagement, like a hundred likes on their posts, zero engagement, like five comments. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. what is the point of having all of these comments if you're not getting the engagement? So for me, I exactly. feel like, like you're saying, influence yeah. also has a big part to do with like engagement from the people that you are, mm. you know, mm. pandering to. I, I hate to say pandering, but the people who you are putting your face out to, people who are consuming your image, consuming your content. Mm. And so if you are someone who has maybe 10,000 followers and only 100 people are liking your pictures, you're not that much of an influencer. But, you know, the exactly. same thing is that if someone has 1,000 followers and 500 of those followers are consuming their content on a regular basis, then that mm. makes them someone who is influential. Mm. Rather 500 people from a pool of 1,000 than a hundred people from a pool of sixteen thousand oh, dollars. Exactly. Right. Yes. right. I completely agree with you. And I see a lot of that also yeah, is trending, true. especially in Zimbabwe, with 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 personalities and uh, artists. A lot of artists are actually going to buy social media followers on their Instagrams, on their Facebooks, and their Twitter. But then you find that, you know, organic building of an audience, Vera might have 400 people that follow her. But when Vera says, guys, today is um, Yellow Duke Day, trust me, half of the people are going to be Yellow Duke because Vera just spoke about that. So um, it's something that we need to be very careful about because uh, people feel that with money I can be of influence, but that's not the situation. Uh, you are buying your people. It's not organic at all. And it's crazy because right. young people are falling into that. Right. That's, that's so true. Yeah, I completely agree with like both of you, what you said. And literally, that's exactly what I think influence is. It's about how are people reacting to what you're saying? Are you the kind of person who can tell, like what you, the, the example you gave us, if we say, guys, wear a yellow dubu today, how many people are actually going to do it? If it's going to be two people, then you're not really like a person of influence, right? Yeah. And 
Yeah. I think the issue of like buying followers is really a, a big thing and it's been happening a lot. And I think a yeah. lot of times you'll even find that certain corporates misunderstand that we'll go to a corporate mm. and be like, oh, we have 20,000 followers, 16,000 subscribers. Our videos have two views. But we won't tell them about the views, but we'll just tell them these crazy numbers. And then you have a corporate that says, okay, we'll give you $100 million and then we're living our best lives. But people aren't watching our videos, people aren't engaging in our social media content, but we have all of these numbers, but we actually aren't influencing anyone. We're not making any changes. We're not Mm. pushing any brands or anything like that. So I think that's really um, a really important um, view and thing that people just really need to think about when they say, okay, is someone really a person of influence? Is someone really, just because they have 15,000 views, doesn't mean they have 15,000 people who are actually really engaging in their content. It could be 15,000 people that just watch five seconds of the video and like, screw this, this is boring, next. I'm done, yeah. (laughs) Right. Right, You just had me thinking about something. Sorry, real quick. You just had me thinking about something and the fact that, you know, I think that we live in an age where people are being sold dreams about the way that social media works. I think there are messages being peddled in society by, you know, the media where they will say, oh, no, someone like Kim Kardashian, for example, these are the most I'm speaking on about like the most influential people in the world based on social media numbers. These are people who are being paid millions of dollars for a post because they have so many followers. They have like hundreds, hundreds of millions of followers. And I think that a lot of people see that and they think, oh, I have to get a hundred, like a lot of followers, but they forget that People like the Kardashians aren't only doing social media. They're also on TV. They're also pushing yeah, interviews, yeah, pushing yeah, radio, yeah, pushing yeah. it. Like, mm. you know, they have brand deals. They have businesses. They have so many other avenues of influence besides social media. And mm. I think that's the case for a lot of influential people. They aren't only relying on one source of influence or one avenue of influence. They have their fingers and, and their hands in so many different bags that it's, yeah, it's a situation true. where the influence is not just coming from social media. The influence is a well-rounded thing that is like, it all plays into each other. And I think that's something that people miss out on, especially the younger generation. They think that, no, yeah. I just have to have a good social media brand and that's it. But that's not the case. Yeah. Social media doesn't mm-hmm. pay the bills, unfortunately. Like... It doesn't, doesn't. So I, 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 I like I what you, ask, you brought the Kardashians because I think. No, continue. Sorry, there's a delay. I'm sorry. I just wanted to add on to Jordan to say I like what you mentioned about the Kardashians to say um, as much as you see them on social media, but they're actually doing real work out there. I mean, as much as people think they don't work, but those girls have like uh, brands, they have clothing brands, they've got makeup, they are doing TV shows, they're on radio. Right. So they are literally gathering all these people from different spaces through different ways that are coming on social media to follow them so through their radio maybe they get 100 people coming through through their clothing they're getting 200 people coming through so they have their hands on and they're getting as many people from all spaces that are coming in to follow them hence the numbers are so high because they are literally everywhere Right, right, and they also have people who aren't even on social media buying their their, their products because yeah. it doesn't end at social media, you know. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to ask, sorry, do you see yourself as someone of influence? Do you think you're an influential Zimbabwean? Yes, I, I am an influential Zimbabwean. I'm an authority, actually. I, I, I always call that. Yeah, I am. I am. Um, why I, I say that about myself is because, I mean, obviously, when someone goes on my social, I'm like on 15K or whatever, on Twitter, on Instagram, yeah. whatever. But there's people that have so many numbers that I know of in, in Zim. But for me, why I'm saying I'm an authority is because in the situations where you guys see the end product but most people would not know that i'll be i would have been consulted or i'm involved on the grassroots level to making decisions about for example the mtv african music awards i'm working on them uh, so i'm the behind the scenes and i we determine what happens um the european film festival i'm behind the scenes we're planning right now what should happen but when you see an end product you just see the end product and you see the movies um this guy um that's basically 
say no let's do this let's do that and then at the end of it all when they're approaching jordan jordan's like oh my god i'm so fly i'm like yeah there's there's people behind doors uh, closed doors that are whispering to people on what should be done and how they should be done so i'm an authority right not bragging yes, but i'm just putting it out, out. no this is all bragging rights you're allowed to say that like you i think that's another thing i think that's another thing that comes with like this whole influence thing is like being 100% conscious of like the the weight that you carry in in every room that you enter in every space that you occupy it's important for you to know just how important you are or just how much more growth you have to achieve you know be, because you can become out of touch with yourself, you know, you can become you know, big headed and then you stop doing the work and then you think that yeah, this work yeah. all has to come to you. Yeah, no. So yeah. I think you're very right to be able to say, I am an authority because I have worked for it. I've worked hard. I put myself in this yes. position. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to you and more power to Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. We'll be. Really working cool. guys we've been working it's crazy can i just yes. add like a funny story yes. it's crazy that the other time there was yeah. this, there was this huge uh i think there was i can mention brands here right yes go ahead okay so there was the uh the the benefit concert the africa day benefit concert that was done last year by and hosted by idris alba um and it had like all these different personalities from the african continents like your trevor trevor noah chloe and Haley, uh bonan mateva pal tusi um davido and all those people were on it and then uh from zim i think there were two of us uh miss rain and i and then uh there's like an online platform again um because they have numbers, so they think when people actually go and make noise, uh, when they put something and people go and make noise, they, they now think they're influential, which is really not, uh, I mean, that's just, a, that's like a flower. For a flower to be there, there's, you have to put a seed, you have to water, you have to put manure, and then it comes out as a rose and it produces a flower. So the numbers are just the flower, but there's actual things down there. So they went on to say, oh, why is this guy on, on, the pla- on this platform? Gianni, who's this person? And then uh, someone went to respond, I was like, you people, you actually need to educate yourselves because you go on their socials and you see that this guy doesn't have as much followers as your favorite people. But um, this is a person that actually has a lot of influence in, uh, you know, in, in, in making sure that brands come into the country and uh, talent from the country go on different platforms outside. This person does that. So I just realized right. that, you know, we, are, we, we also need to be... Sometimes it's important for you to go and look up someone before you start questioning why is it Jordan is on this platform. Yet you don't even know that Jordan has been cultivating so much that now you see this blossoming blossoming tree, but this tree just didn't spontaneously come out from a port. It was dug in and it was cultivated, it was watered until it became a tree. So um, I just wanted to put that out there. Right. I think just to, just to add on to what you're saying, um, there's this 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 um, socialite. Well, she's not a socialite. She's an influencer in New York. Her name is Michelle Lamy, and uh-huh. she um, she's worked with like the Kim Kardashian, the FKA Twigs. You know, she's someone who sits front row at all of these Fashion Week um, yeah. events. And on her social media, she has maybe like such minuscule numbers. You'd honestly think, who is this woman, and why is she like someone that so many people want to be around? But she is one of the most connected people yeah. when it comes to like the New York fashion scene. She's someone who knows the ins and the ins, 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 ins. Like she can be, you know, the, the fact that she sits front row at all of these exclusive fashion shows just tells you like her influence. She's in people's music videos. She's working with people like Rick Owens. You know, she's like, she is a big brand, mm. but she doesn't have the social media following to match it. And I'm like, that just yeah. shows you that she is known in New York more than she's known on social media. And in New York, there's already maybe more than like a hundred, like more than a million people, more than two million people, more than like yeah. 10, 20, 50 million people. And that's so much bigger than a little social media platform where yeah. you're just yeah. getting likes and mm-hmm. follows and comments. You know what I mean? So exactly. that's someone who has influence within their immediate capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given that you are an influencer, you are a, 
uh, a change maker. I think I, I like that word more than an influence. I think you are a change maker because yeah. you've done so much for the creative industry. I'm yeah. not just like looking at Bulawayo, but like them as like in general. And like, you're really like pushing everything to the limit. What's your take on like, um, and this is like open to everyone, obviously, but like your take on social, social influences, like, do you think that they have a role to play in terms of like yeah. social issues? Um, like, as we all know, last year, there was the Black Lives Matter movement that happened. And yeah. um, a lot of celebrities were kind of like pulled out for like not saying anything um, or for saying the wrong thing. <laughs> um, yeah. We had our own movement, the hashtags about that's a thing that happened so like these are really big things where people when when countries when the world is in a time of crisis you have all of these people who are following you that now look to you and they're like Sha, what's what how do you feel about this topic and you know you, yeah. you have like influences that are quiet we have influences that say like yeah crazy things but like so what's yeah. your take on that I, I just think when you're in a position of power of some sort, because we're all in positions of power in, in the spaces that we operate within, we might not know it, we might, uh, people might not tell us, but we're in position of power. There's unnecessary pressure that comes with that. You know, Unfortunately, the moment you step out and you leave your house and you decide to work in a public space or you decide to work on things that involve a lot of people, you lose control of yourself. You have literally given yourself to people. You become a vessel for people. So it's almost like musicians automatically become vessels. They become, as much as they also have their private lives, automatically they are now our national treasures, they are our national uh, vessels. So that comes with a necessary pressure in the sense that um, I saw last year that a lot of people were being bashed for not speaking on the hashtags about when lives matter. Danai Kuriro was being asked, why are you not talking about it? But if it doesn't align with your brand, because for example, for me, you never see me in a space where I'm talking about certain issues because my brand has to do with the creative industry. It has to do with creating sustainability in the creative industry. The moment that I hear that there is a funding that was put up by the government and it was supposed to go towards artists for COVID relief or whatever, and that doesn't happen, I'm going to voice out around it. I'm going to talk about it. Say, what happens to the funding? Um, because it has to do with what I work for. I'm in the space, I'm in the creative industry. I'm in, in a space where I, I want to see sustainability in the creative industry. So anything that has to do with the arts industry, I'm going to voice out. But then I'm not going to be found voicing out on uh, vegetation or climate change because I have no idea on climate change. I don't know what climate change is right. all about. So That's I'm not just put fear. Up, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to put up a tweet and then the next thing, people that are well-informed, like Vera, will come in and say, oh, you know, climate change, this, and I'm like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So um, I try by all means, I think the pressure comes in and people thinking that they need to hear you speak, but speaking doesn't mean you are bringing any sort of change or any influence. You might be just right. an empty vessel speaking, but... Right. Astounding. And um, that's it for me. That Don't speak on issues that you don't know of. Don't go into spaces that you have no idea of. Speak on issues that you know of, and people should take our people. Um, right. They are not in that space. It doesn't align with their brand. It's not what their brand was built on. Their following is not even about that. Right. But there's a small risk of things by not having water running in our tape. So we need to be able to talk about certain things that are on a day to day that we also experience. Because I feel like people like to get the personal touch to you. I can only be. I cannot only be found talking about fashion, film. Um, music, arts industry, but let me also talk about things that I'm facing. Like guys, when I was driving home, I hit a portal in my car, my my tire just tore, or it, 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 my car fell apart. Um, these are day-to-day -day conversations mm -hmm. that I can create and I can have with people. So when it's day-to-day -day social issues, let's talk about them. But we don't need to feel the pressure. If it doesn't align with our brain, let's not do it. Right. Yeah. I think I was just thinking while you were speaking. Um, you brought up what you were saying oh my gosh you were saying oh yes that people i don't i don't think people should speak on things that they don't have knowledge on and actually yeah. that's a big thing on social media which is so funny to me people yeah. are, on social media are actually very like contradictory there's like people are, like don't speak on things that you don't have any knowledge yeah. on like rather shut up rather keep your mouth shut 
But then now the moment someone shuts up and keeps their mouth shut, it's a problem. But like two yeah. seconds ago, you were just telling that person to not speak if they don't have the knowledge. So like yeah. for me, it's like a bit like a, a bit of a slippery slope because you want someone to say something. But if this yeah. person doesn't feel like they have the expertise or the range to speak on this topic, exactly. then you're going to drag them and you're going to say, why don't you have the range? What is your problem? Why aren't yeah. you speaking on these topics? You know, yeah. so for me, I feel like a lot of the time i don't think people should play if you're in a position of influence i don't think your decisions should come from what social media is saying i think yeah. it should come from like an internal conviction and be like yo yes. this is yes. what i want to do because this yes. is my conviction not oh my gosh people are going crazy oh my gosh i have to make a statement because then when you make that statement people are going to be like this is so disingenuous you came out here you're just you know trying to save your followers trying to save your business deals you know that's uh, I don't know. I and think it should of, never come from a place of pressure. And a lot of people do that. They, they, they succumb to the pressure of societal pressure. It's, always, it's the same thing as like, you know, on right. a day-to-day basis, all oh, girls are not supposed to be car, um, mechanics. Who say that that's just a societal decision? That's a societal pressure to say, um, you should not do this, you should not right. do that, you should sound like this, you should not sound like this. So a lot of people really suffer from that. And we need to be very careful because you lose yourself. You should stay true to yourself. You lose yourself while trying to satisfy other people and you're voicing out on issues that you have no idea on. Um, and it's not necessary, to right. be honest. It's not necessary to say certain things and to engage in certain things if you don't know anything about them or if they, um, if someone comes in with a question you're not able to even con- continue the conversation, then not, don't engage in such things. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, but right. Like, I feel like sometimes, like, you have you have people in positions of influence that mm. know they should say something and they yes. choose not to say something. And mm. it's not even relation with, oh, it doesn't align with my brand. Like for me, my biggest issue with last year, with all of the movements that came out, I was like, this is beyond a brand thing. I'm not saying that you need to write Black Lives Matter, kill the popo. No, just saying, just recognizing that, you know what? Yes, I, I believe that Black lives do matter. That's it just a hashtag you don't have to put anything more to it you don't have to take anything away from it simple things like what's happening now with the covid pandemic i was watching um a video and it was talking about some american celebrity who was like well people are dying anyway so if you don't wear your mask like whatever and i'm like no like you can't mm. say that you actually can't afford to have that kind of a pi- an opinion when you're in that yes. kind of position of power yeah till july sounds like a bunch of bullshit i'm sorry but like It's a virus, I get it, like, I respect it, but at the same time, like, even if everybody gets it, like, yeah, people are gonna die, which is terrible, but like, inevitable? I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this right now. afford $50,000 medication, you can be flown out of the country to Russia to get treatment or whatever, but poor old grandma who's in pennsylvania mm. living with her 16 grand can't afford that but she, you know her kids are going to be watching this watching you on your instagram saying oh well i don't have to wear a mask living my best life eh. and then yeah. these yeah. kids are going to try and do the same thing and you've, you've kind of um you have a responsibility i think it's more of like a csr yes. we have all of these yes. great company yes. brands that have these CSRs. and i think as a as an influencer you have a responsibility, a responsibility to mm. when people are, yeah to speak to certain things that are wrong and you know yeah. and i think when it comes to like a main level i don't think you have to sometimes there's certain movements that aren't political that aren't racial yeah. that aren't whatever where i just think that it's important to just show unity and to also just give your voice to a movement that is good yeah and so, i think sometimes people of influence don't think yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. Like, there's things that we're all facing on a day-to-day basis, not even us directly, but the, it might be an aunt of ours, it might be a brother of ours that is going through that. Like, COVID is affecting a lot of people. Most of us have lost people from COVID. So if I have the numbers and I have the ability to get at least 500 people rallying and talking about it, why not? Just yesterday, actually in the evening, my friend was, um, was brutalized by the police. So he was coming from work and it was just before six, like five minutes before six, and he was crossing over crossing the road to get into his car and then two policemen stopped him and um 
they tripped him and then they asked him what are, where are you going he's like no i'm going to my car across the road and then uh they started violating so he suffered mm. police called, uh, police brutality yesterday and she sent me like um pictures and things like that and then all that you know just all that happened and for me i thought i had a responsibility to talk about it i literally just put out a tweet of 10 tweets a thread of 10 tweets last night this is like at 11 p.m because i was so frustrated to say why are the police why are the police like you know attacking people we're civilians we're citizens why are they attacking us if you have crossed the boundary if you have gone over the curfew whatever why don't you just take me to the police station and make me pay a fine why don't you give me a warning or things like that but why are you beating me when there's two of you and i'm i'm only the only one there uh, i didn't even try to, to incite violence towards you but you started just beating me up uh, when i'm explaining to you where i'm going across the road um so I put up a tweet uh, because I thought I, I have a responsibility because a lot of people have been going through that. I have neighbors that have been going through that and people are quiet about it. Uh, and it's frustrating because people are, are, are getting hurt, but you can't even go to the hospital because the hospital has got no capacity to take COVID patients. So how do you get your med uh, medication? How do you get uh, attended to if you cannot even go to the hospital? So why are they attacking people when people cannot go to the hospital? So I put out a tweet like that. And this morning only I woke up and it's like 1,000 tweets. And I have like messages for days in my inbox, uh, uh, human rights uh, organizations coming to say, does your friend need help? And things like that. And for me, like I said, my calling is I'm a, I'm a connector. I'm, I did my job and I let it out. And then uh, now my friend has just gotten help from one of the um, you know, human rights organizations uh, because I put out a tweet. So that's the kind of things that we need to partake in, things that are actually happening that are affecting you. And partake in that, let's not be quiet about it. You know what I mean? Like what you said, Vera, let's not be quiet about things that are affecting us daily. Yeah, like say something. I think that's what just frustrates me so much because you're just like, dude, like, we're all seeing this. And this just brings me to like the next mm. point is that do you feel like sometimes people of influence, people with money <laughs> are, are really un like they're out of touch with reality. Um, a good example is yes. um, I remember, I don't want to state names, but I know that there was a minister's kid last year who was like really defending her dad on social media. And people are like, Sha. Your dad was an ass to the whole country. Don't just because he was a nice daddy to you, he probably I know who you're talking kisses, about. But like to the rest of us, <laughs> <laughs> he fucked up our economy. I'm sure like, we all I know. Like, you know. I'm sure we all know. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, but like things like that, like do you think for her, like she genuinely just didn't know that her dad is an ass, or it's just like a thing to say that, well, you know. I'm just going to defend daddy till I die. Like, do you think people of influence are really out of touch with reality? A lot of, a lot of people with money are out of touch with reality because I, I see that happening in Zim. For example, the, exa uh, the person that you gave an example of, um, because they're able to afford certain things. They are not able to go into certain spaces and, and, and see the reality. They don't have an aunt who stays in a place where there's no electricity every single day, where sewer is bursting every single day. When you have to go visit your aunt, because this aunt is very dear to you, you go to those spaces and then you see that and you are, you, you, it affects you every single day. So they, they can, they're able to buy their way out of certain things. They're able to live in a bubble. And that's the child very much out of touch. And, and, and for me, it's frustrating. I'm not frustrated towards their riches and that they're living a good life. I'm frustrated towards that they are reckless at speaking because they, are, they don't know the reality. Uh, they are living in a bubble. So they speak from a bubble, which is also okay in terms of when they're speaking, they're justified to speak in the bubble. But can they at least leave that conversation in the bubble and stop taking out of the bubble to the rest of the world? Yes, yes, I love that. I love that. I think that's so important. I feel like, I feel like you can only be ignorant to a certain point. I don't think you can, I don't think there's yeah. anyone who's justified enough to be like, well, Zim is fine. Or, oh, there's no crisis in America with the Black Lives Matter movement. No, you can't say that, friend, because you're not, you haven't taken enough care to do the, to yeah. research into the situation. Have you mm. gone into the rural areas in Zimbabwe to ask them, mm. okay, are you happy with your health care? Are you happy with this? Are you happy with that? Is life good? I remember um, someone was telling me about, um, there was a president that used to actually go into the community undercover so he could kind yeah. of like understand like, you know, what's happening on the ground. Even that yeah. show, Undercover Boss, I'm like, I love that show because I love like, that show. you get to see what's happening on the ground. It's very hard to see 
you know what's going on from your high pedestal, your little your castle, and you're up there in your tower, and yes. you're like, oh, yes. my peasants seem fine now. Huh? Get into the ground and see what's actually going on. Then you can make your decision. You can now say that okay, now nah, guys, okay, <laughs> things yeah. are cool, things are bad. Um, I remember mm. the time I was in. I was in a cab and it was like with this other lady and she's like, Oh, the doctors, they're so messed up. Like how dare they not, you know, treat people and blah, blah, blah. And the nurses, why are they on strike? And I was like, woman, if you were in a job and you were underpaid and your boss still expects you to come to work every day, your mm-hmm. ass would have quit a long time ago. So I think exactly. that's perfectly <laughs> justified. you you try doing an operation on someone without a mask without half the equipment you need you try telling people every single day that they need to go home to die because that's what doctors have to do in Zimbabwe so you know that's just my opinion I'm just like get on the ground don't make an opinion because of oh I just you know well for me it seems fine now sweetie get on the ground level and see what's actually going on and then decide Mm. whether you want to make the statement you want to say some of exactly. those statements are very damaging. And exactly. That's you hear what you just said? <laughs> it goes back to the other question mm-hmm. when you're talking about, do you, th- do you think that influential people should, ju- should voice out on certain social issues? If you have no knowledge about it, if you're not well informed, don't voice out because you embarrass yourself. Mm-hmm. The same way as this woman saying, oh, why are they on strike? Or why don't they just go to work? She has, she has no knowledge, she has no information, like ground uh, roots, uh, information mm. and she's voicing out based on what she knows mm. so it's the same thing that influencers also need to be very mm. careful of to say let me ju- I, I want to voice out but I need to be careful what I voice out on because I need to voice out with full knowledge I'm going to talk about police brutality because I saw my friend going through it and and it's first-hand information so that's why I'm talking about it I'm going to talk about sewer vestige because there's an aunt of mine who stays by next to a house I mean her house is next to a best every single day it, I, it, she might as well have her last mm. name called sewer best you know what I mean <laughs> so let's voice <laughs> let's voice out with information that we know of not just based on things that we read about or that we see from afar you're not no. serious you're not- <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm so <laughs> Imagine. Oh. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Now we break. have our influence. Yes, let's take a break. Yes, we, need, we need a break. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. For real. <laughs> right, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just thinking about when you brought up the pr- police brutality thing I was thinking like it's 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 a real thing because you know the whole you know remember there was that thing on social media where um the policeman apparently like killed that baby <laughs> A few days later, the the baby wasn't killed or whatever. But like, aside from the fact of whether the kid was killed or not, like police should not be doing that. Like it should never be a case where it's coming to that, you know? So I I, I 100% What happened to having a conversation? What are you doing after the curfew? What are you doing? You need to go home or you want to pay a fine. What happened to that? Why are you attacking me? Are you not supposed to be protecting me? Are you, supposed, are you not supposed to be informing right. me on things? Maybe I don't know there's a curfew. Right. Maybe I don't know what time the curfew is. I know the curfew, but I don't know what time it is. Why can't you play the role of informing me on things that are being, uh, decisions that are being made in your spaces? Of or, protecting. You know, right. Or protecting me. So why am I being attacked? Yeah. Right. What's the purpose of attacking someone? Right. Like, do you I understand why someone is in town after curfew? Do you understand why someone is breaking the law? Like, and how, how deep is this breakage of the law? Someone is crossing the road to get to their car. You want to beat them up. A woman is trying to get home. You beat her up. But you have you know people I mean? who are stealing. 
every day who are raping people, who are physically Ugh. assaulting people, but you don't want to investigate those cases. You don't want to arrest those people. You don't want to assault those people, but you want to assault innocent old Gilmore's friends who's just walking across the road to get to their car. We've had such a great conversation. And I think one of the next major things that I just wanted to ask about is cancel culture. I think last year, um, yeah, last year was literally, King Hersey last year was a year of cancel culture. And I think it really was a cancel culture year. Like so many people were just being canceled. Um, for like anything that they did wrong and yeah. I had like a conversation with my dad last night and we were talking about um, the Shingi Munyeza scandal and I was just like yeah. does it make sense to you know kick him out of the church and everything while out of his position at the church just because he had sinned I was like guys everyone is human like people mess up people make mistakes isn't it more important to like rehabilitate someone and then like give them a chance to come correct and then now when they're correct we now move with this person and their correctness I don't know. That's just like my two cents. I can see Jordan's like, nah. No, no, guys. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm not gonna have. I'm really. I'm. I'm not. I'm not here for it. I'm really not here for it. And I'm sorry because I'm gonna. I'm gonna put them. Put him on the same level as like a police officer. A police officer, like Yogan was speaking about earlier on, is someone who is supposed to be helping to protect citizens, someone who is supposed to uphold the law, and someone that we're supposed to rely on to protect us from evil, you know? And when that person Mm. steps out of that role and breaches that contract with the citizens, they are Mm. now being subjected to the same they should be should be subjected to the same law that they are enforcing right right so applying that same applying that same context to the church if you are going to be the person who is conveying the purveyor of spirituality the purveyor of god's message and you know whatever then you are someone who should also be willing to put yourself in a position where you need to step down. You need to Mm. remove yourself from the situation and face discipline, discipline, you know, because that's what you would do to any other congregant or any other person who is part of your congregation. And I'm sorry, just because you are, um, the pastor or you are someone who is influential does not mean that you should not be subjected to the same laws of power you know exactly i don't know i don't think no no i agree because you are the one i agree with you jordan because if you're the one who also sets these rules and say this is the situation um those rules should apply to you also for me i also think cancer at the same time you can come in as a a strengthener of, of to bring people together, like a collective people with the same mindset. Like I see, uh, it, it's got the pros and the cause, you know what I mean? Like um, the negatives are there. Like last year, there was a lot of negatives that happened where, you know, people come together as a collective and then they cancel someone completely. But it also is the positive. Let's give an example of Shasha, where the whole country collectively came together and then they made a decision to say, we were, we're going to vote for Shasha for her to go win a BET. Cancel culture, that is a cancel culture kind of um, influence because in people came together, but they came together for a positive thing. And then they made sure that they voted this girl to go win a BT. The same way people came together and they said, you know what, we're canceling Jab Prazer because he didn't voice out on the hashtag Zim, Zimbabwean Lives Matter. We're canceling him. Every time he says something on social media, people are just onto him like no one's business to say, can you shut up? That's basically what people are saying on social media. Right. Uh, right um, so it comes in the positive and negatives and i think it depends the positive about it is like people actually come together people can come together in zimbabwe for example it's interesting that people can come together in zimbabwe if they decide to go for a common cause but i wish we could all come together when it comes to things that have to do with productivity in our country and in our society yes <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> no well, i think i get what you're saying i get what you're saying jordan <laughs> but I just feel like when you cancel someone, like, are we going to also allow a space for rehabilitation? It's like the prison system. Oh, yeah. I steal today. I get arrested. They throw me into jail. I spend my seven years in jail for stealing. I come out. 
am I given a chance to come back to the glory of being the Vera that I was before I was arrested? Or do I have to start from scratch, not being able to find a job anywhere, even though I've rehabilitated and I've decided that, okay, stealing was bad. But now if I'm thrown into a society where people are like, oh, that was the girl that stole, like we don't want to deal with her. This is why you have like high unemployment rates in America. This is why you have, and I think all over the world, you have prisoners that end up committing crime again because they're like, well, I'm back in society and society isn't taking me back. So mm. I'm going to, I might as well commit another crime to go back into prison where like, at least I had, you know, a position where I had something to do. Or I had like some sort of respect and, you know, it's, a, it's my, now my new norm. So I feel like, okay, cool. Let's, let's punish, <laughs> let's punish people for their sins. Let people pay for their sins, but let's yes. also give someone a chance to come back before and to be different. Because I think if we preach a culture of you screwed up, we're never going to forgive you. We've thrown you into the gutters. Die, die, die. Like we're not, we're not helping anything and we're not changing anything. Right. Right. I don't think, I don't think that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying we should not forgive people. I'm not saying we should put ourselves in a position where we are you deciding are saying that this forgive and forget. Like, <laughs> I'm saying no, right? I'm saying that you know what? I'm gonna use your example of the prisoner. You know, when someone goes to prison, they go, they may may be rehabilitated, and then they come out of prison and. A lot, the big fault of that situation is that a lot of the times they go back to the environment which helped to, you know, cultivate that crime life. The environment where the crime came yeah. about. So to send that person right back into the space where they were able to become that person is not conducive. In the same way, this pastor... You cannot send him back to his congregation. You know, you can't send him back to the same con- congregation because that's where it happened. That's where the lies and deception happened. That's where, you know, you don't even know. Maybe when he goes back, there's going to be a new line, a whole trove of women who are like, I am willing and able and capable to be your Take <laughs> me. Right. You know, you don't know the temptations that are going to, because now they know what he's capable of. You don't know who is going to be there ready to wow. be like, I will keep your secrets for you. I will be the one to hold your secrets safe. You know, that this is the problem. You can't put them back into the same environment and expect different results. That's what mm. I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I hear that. But I also think, wow, I... I I like what you're saying, Jordan. The unfortunate part is when these people of uh, people of influence, when they're making decisions or they're making things that are long-term decisions, they themselves don't make um, decisions that allow rehabilitation just in case something wrong happens. So already the problem starts right. with them because when they now make these decisions to say this is the situation and they find themselves partaking things that they say are negative, uh, they then only realize when they're within the situation that, oh, snap, I even forgot to make a decision that allows rehabilitation when I was in position. So the problem goes back to them because they could have done that. They could have changed that when they're making decisions. Right. Agreed. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll leave it at that because I feel like that's also a whole conversation. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so, yeah, so um, we're just going to start rounding up the conversation. And I just wanted to ask, like, what, what pieces of advice would you give? Like, you're sitting in a room of influencers. There are a thousand of them, and they're ready to go out into the world and be the most. Like, what yeah. advice would you give them? What would you say to them, like, as a, I don't know, a warning? <laughs> Tell, don't do it. Don't be an influencer. It can go bad. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> what... <laughs> What would you say to like um, people who are thinking about becoming influencers, existing influencers? I think, uh, first of all, you need to ultimately stay true to yourself because um, I think uh, a lot of people lose themselves along the way. And the only thing that you can talk about is yourself. If you stay true to yourself, you stay true to your story, um, you, and, and, and you keep building up your story and discovering new things. Um, that's the only way people relate to your story and we need to stay true to yourself. But I mean, ultimately, 
well, be well informed in the space that you operate within. Um, I'm going to give an example. The other time I bumped into a designer, a fashion designer in Zimbabwe, in Bulawayo, and they, they, they are deep to be the each fashion designer. And then I just asked them a simple thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're a designer. That is so dope. Um, you should go follow this brand called House of Stone. Uh, the founder is my friend. And then they were like, ah, oh, okay. And like, do you know of them? They're like, ah, no. I'm like, what? You are in the fashion space and you're telling me you don't know of House of Stone. House of Stone is the most exportable brand in Zimbabwe. It's iconic. Like, if I have to think of a fashion designers in Zimbabwe that are staying true to themselves, that are authentic, that have an amazing storytelling and aesthetics, the first one is House of Stone. So I was to this person, you know what, for me, you have just shown me that you are you are ignorant, first of all. You're not informed about the industry that you're operating within. If you're going to say you're in fashion, you better be researching on who's popping in the fashion industry. You better research on who is the authority in that fashion industry. You better research on the different platforms in that industry. You can't be coming out of here saying, oh, I don't know who else Stone is. She's an iconic a brand in this country and in Africa. So as an influencer, be well informed in the mm. space you operate within, know the ins and the outs of that space so that when you're put in a space where you're supposed to talk about it, you fully are talking from a space of knowledge. Um, try not to involve yourself mm. in things that you have no idea of. You know, like you're jumping yourself into, oh, because I heard the story is trending, let me jump onto it. Don't jump on a train that is moving. You don't know where the train is going and where it's coming from. Jump right. on the train which you started off on, and then you know where it's going. It's as simple as that. Love it. And that's Stay true. Know your story, know the people in the space, and don't jump on trains that are already moving when you don't know where they're going. Right, right, right. We're done. Yes. Right. <laughs> just like that. Uh, drops mic and walks. You should like dropped your virtual yeah, yeah. mic and just like walked. <laughs> just like right. thank you. <laughs> that was yeah. That was some really solid advice. That was really solid advice. I really think everything that uh, Gilmo said is um, really solid. I think anyone could use that. Anyone who is um, in a small position of influence or anyone in, in a big position. I think one thing that I'll say is I think um, just because you were speaking on opinions, I think we should all be very sure about the things that we stand for. I think like Gilmo yes. said, know yourself. Know, know, know but the positions that you, you stand for, know, know what it is that you represent, because at the end of the day, you will find yourself in a lot of positions where you are going to have to defend yourself, whether you like it or not. That yeah. is just the way that it is set up when you are in a position of influence, because, you know, people think, who is this person to stand in a position of power and to think that they represent mm. a specific part of the population, you know? So being someone who is a representative of groups of people, you have to know the audience that you are speaking to. Mm. You know, you have to know what people are willing or not willing to listen to. And I think, I think another thing is just stay authentic, stay genuine. Don't be fake. Fake yeah. is so easy to spot. And like I, like I said earlier on, it should come from an inner conviction. Every decision you make should be from your own conviction and should be guided by your own decisions. Obviously, it's important mm. for you to keep people around you who are going to keep you grounded. Don't keep people around you who are just going to say, yes, 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 girl, no, that's no. We're bored of that, you know? Keep someone around you who's going to tell you, you know what, Jordan, you are making a mess. You are acting out of turn. Yeah. Or oh, you know what, Vera? You are making a mess, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, keep, keep people around you who are not always going to be at the same level as you because only having industry friends is going to keep you in the clouds, you know? You have to have real yeah. people yeah. who experience real problems in their lives for you to stay real, you know? Because essentially, when you become a person of you start to live in a bubble. You begin to yeah. live this yeah. life that has a, a different, yes. a different existence. You know, so keep people who are still existing on a real, real level that is not 
glamorous or you know gold Ooh. everything that glitters is gold you know so that's all i have to say nah, but it's, uh, you know what i call those people <laughs> sorry vera i'm taking over vera's life we're taking over jordan we're taking over vera do you know what i call people you know what i call people <laughs> no, that you just mentioned I, I like what you say keep real people for me uh, every year i do like this small gathering where i've like uh, maybe 60 people and then a lot of people are always like oh how come i was not invited hey blah 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 blah. usually like when i have like achieved like a big thing i always do like a little dinner or whatever and then i invite people um that are very close to me so um sometimes people are like ah, how come i saw asap there how come i saw my hawks i'm like I've known those guys for 15 years. You see them now as superstars, but mm. we have been just my friends or even just two people. They're now in the industry, but, and they're popping in, in the industry, but they are my friends. Mm. But I call even the basic person, like my mechanic, my guy who used to be my cab guy, those people are very close to me. And I call them my superstars. So, yes! <laughs> Yeah, those are the people that we need in our lives. Your superstars that are not out there for everyone to see, but they are your superstars. Right. Jordan, you are messing up. You are you are stupid. Me, I call those people my superstars. Right. Right. Oh, These people, wow. I, I think the key to it is it has to be someone to who ground is sorry. Comes so much. Sorry, there's a real delay. Oh my god! <laughs> I was just saying that I think the key to these kinds of people is to what are you saying? Oh my gosh, this this is this is tripping me out. <laughs> Go ahead, Vera. No, talk, Jordan. It's fine. And then I'll round up. <laughs> okay, the, what I was saying is that I think the key to these key people, these superstars, as Gilmore calls them, is um, they have to be people who are not phased by the glitz, the glam, the lifestyle, people who don't want that life. Like, it's not their yeah. interest. They have no interest in that. Like, they're just like, mm, you have that. That's great. It affords you a great life. That's cool. But to them, yeah. they just see it as another job. They don't want any part of it. They only want you. Yeah. That's all that yeah. it is. So I think that's the key. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So stay grounded. You need to have people who are... <laughs> all right. So, yeah, thank you so much, Gilmore, for joining us in this amazing discussion. I think... Um, all the our rangers can agree that you have just been really eye-opening and it's an absolute honor to just have you on the podcast. I think that for me is the biggest thing is that we actually got you to say yes, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's, it's just a really interesting conversation that needs to happen more often. I think people need to be more real with themselves and people need to, we need to hear from more people who think like you. I think that's another problem is that a lot of times like we don't want to listen to the real artists or the real celeb or socialite. We want to listen to real influences because we like the glitz and glam and the people who lie to us like, oh, mm-hmm. life is a rose. No, we want like the Gilmore's will be like, Sean, life is great. Yes, and life is also rubbish. <laughs> like yeah. this is what, you know, you need to also work. Like you don't wake up in the morning and you're famous. You need to put in the work. And we need yeah. people like you who have those kind of conversations and push that kind of a movement. You know, like I said, you are a change maker. I don't think you're an influence. I think you are a change maker because you make change in so many different ways. And I think that's just amazing and beautiful. Right. Thank you, thank you. So yes. So I just wanna also say, I just wanna say thank you to you. What I really appreciate the most with what you're doing is creating platforms. What we like the most is we don't have platforms that allow our voices to be heard. And for me, what I find really gratifying with you and your platform is the fact that um, you are not only allowing your voice to be heard, but you're allowing other voices to be heard through your platform. You are a light yourself. You are a connector yourself because you have provided a platform for someone else who has no idea of who Gilmore is. Someone else has no idea of who Jordan is. Someone else has no idea of who Vera is. You have allowed, you have given your platform for that. You're not selfish uh, to keep it to yourself, but you're very selfless in allowing it to be 
a platform where people voice out. So I appreciate you for that. And I, I thank you for giving me that uh, voice because you have allowed my voice to be heard through your platform. So I wish more people could do that and we should not be threatened by our other people's rights because what really brings failure to us, especially in the creative industry or in general as, as people, is I look at Jordan, I'm like, oh my gosh, Jordan is popping, very is popping. And that threatens my life and my existence, but we should not be afraid to allow other people to shine their light on our platforms because the more light we have in the room, the more lit the room is. Right. Oh my, what? What? <laughs> Love no, for real. Love You're so <laughs> no for real though. Like I agree with you 100 percent I think that both of you are great. Y'all are amazing. I think that this is this is something that is for the for the ages. I think this is something that people are gonna be able to look back on and talk about for a really long time, whether or not like it pops off and blows up or whether it just stays in our sphere of influence. I think mm. that there are a lot of things that people can can learn from this. And I think that Gilmore, you really brought a lot of good, great gems to the table. I'm I'm really honestly so um so grateful to you because you came through, you're so humble, you're so like relatable, you're so um you're so you saw so all of these real words, oh, like you're so you. real. I think that's what I can't come to. You're a real, real, real person. And there's n not once in this conversation did I ever feel like I was like talking up to someone, you know, like trying to see myself and, you know, and that's one thing I appreciate about real people is that no matter what position they find themselves in, there's no, they don't feel a need to like, to <laughs> floss or look down on other people. I don't appreciate that. And I will never appreciate that. Like, so yeah, I really appreciate you coming on. I think people will see you for the real person that you are through this space, through every platform that you occupy, you know? So yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, so please make sure that people, you follow Gilmore on all of his social media. Thank you, you guys. Thank you. Make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and make oh sure that God. you follow myself and Jordan. <laughs> just follow the series because the series is going to be going on and also follow Kuva. yes 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 right. they are a local brand that is sponsoring the series as well local beers i think they also have champagne which is really cool hey so yeah live your best lives during lockdown <laughs> but yes lots of love and light stay amazing people Throwing up my gang signs. <laughs> 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 <laughs>